0: bag is brought to you by ExpressvPN your data is your business protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package go to the link listed in my Twitter profile all right so it's Tuesday night and about 24 hours ago we had a horrific situation in the uh the Bills Bengals game where uh Demar Hamlin just looked like a routine play and he suffered a uh looks like he suffered a heart attack and they gave him CPR and it did not look good and we still don't know much about it we you know from from what we understand he's in critical condition and hopefully getting better but it was a uh, horrific situation that happened on the field and it makes me wonder did anything like that happen on the ice uh i i, I could think of clint millar but that was not a heart attack situation that was a um escape a that got to the to the neck and he was bleeding like crazy and could have died if they didn't um take care of him that was a, that was a very scary situation but nothing like nothing like a, a heart attack um at least not in the nhl um jen do you know of any yeah um... uh,
1: rich Peverly when he played for uh <laughs> you know what i'm pretty sure it was when he played for dallas Um, back in 2014, uh, or 15, um, he, it either happened when he was on the bench, um, when they were playing the jackets and they canceled that game. Um, that was the end of his career. And also to Brett McLean, when he played for the Arizona Coyotes, he also suffered from, um, a heart attack. Now, I believe both of them, both players, Peverly and McLean, uh, have heart holes in their hearts and, uh, it ended both of their careers. I do know that uh, McLean uh, was cleared to play again, but I think he he just shut it down and uh, went back home and played uh, local hockey. But yeah, that's to my knowledge. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. And um, Angie, didn't you say there there was a a uh, there was a Rangers prospect? He was only nineteen years old, and he and he died um, in the KHL.
2: Yeah, Alexei Cherifanov, and we were talking earlier about how uh, it it was extremely sad. uh, He he had an incident like this, and there was a lot of controversy over whether the arena in the KHL had the proper medical protocols in place to deal with the situation, whether there was a defibrillator um, where it was supposed to be the ambulance that was supposed to be on site wasn't there, had to come back to the arena. And all of these things are, are things that you just, the, the precious seconds that you have in dealing with a situation like that count for so much. And uh, who's to say if, if those seconds that were lost may or may not have saved his life. So um, really sad situation.
0: Not only was there not a, apparently there wasn't an ambulance there, there wasn't even a working defibrillator. That is, that's ridiculous. You know, did they just assume nobody, no hockey players would ever have a, a heart issue or anything like that? Um, that's, that's, that's crazy.
2: Um, I guess he just take the cheap way out and hope for the best. my goodness, yeah. My experience,
1: there's, really a, there's one of those in every rink that I've ever worked in, that I've I'm ever been sure. in. There's one, there's a defibrillator later in every single arena I've ever been to, even if there's not a medic on site um at any league I've worked in um like 3HL for for example we had um a paramedic on site um we had our tournaments we had um we had two paramedics on site we had a bus on site um luckily we never actually had to use it we had a few minor you know um gashes but nothing big but I mean, there's thousands and thousands of arenas up here in Canada. I can think of three thousand in the GTA alone, and every single one of them is well set up for yeah. disaster. As it should be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, even even around here, even if you go to like a rec center or something like that, or community center, they'll have a working defibrillator there or something. Um yeah. Um, but uh it, it it also makes me think of Chris Letang. I mean, we just dealt with this. We just talked about this where he <sighs> suffered another stroke and we were talking about, you know, he missed what a week, two weeks, something like that, 13 um, days, 13 days. And so scary. I mean, the, I, I'm not sure where, where he first discovered the symptoms, but something like that could easily have happened during the game. So, um, it's it's so scary and it just makes you think you know we 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 watch these games and we root for our teams and and we hope for the best and we and we want them to win and but these are these are players these are people and it's a very dangerous sport and we're not just talking about heart attacks we're talking about slamming into the boards um you know certain ways you know somebody can easily get paralyzed or something like that so it's just what uh, happened to that
1: boston pride player um She went into the boards and she was paralyzed, I believe, from the neck down. I forget her name. Um, But, yeah, it happened.
0: I'm shocked it doesn't happen more often. Uh, You know, with as fast as they go, all you need is one slip or, you know, hey, if if somebody's sometimes 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 they uh, I forget who the, the, the penguins had like a was it Ryan Reeves or something else? It was somebody else. Basically someone was near the boards and their head was down and he just you know, like shoved them into the boards and their, and their head went into the boards. Um, so I mean, it, it can, it can easily happen. Well,
1: Players, so. they know the risks going into these sports. You know them, right? Uh, baseball players know the risk. You take a line drive to the skull, you know, you know, the risks um, and, uh, and not to, you know, sound insensitive, but, you you know what you sign yourself up to, and when you listen to fans complain about oh you got to take hitting out of hockey and you got to take fighting out of this, and then they go line up to watch the next UFC fight and stuff, and it's like, um, that doesn't make any sense to me. But um, you know, you, this is just one of the things you got to live your life, and you got to love those in your life because you never know what here today could be gone tomorrow. So it's so important that you do what you love, and just love, 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 love. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like don't take anything for granted in life because you don't know what we have now. Could, like I said, could be gone tomorrow. So it's really important. Speaking of Chris Letang, we did learn uh, yesterday that his father passed away. His father away.
0: So passed away. Uh, right can, now. Condolences to wanted, his family. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I wanted to take another second. Cause we do this on this podcast and you know, We're here for Chris. (laughs) Poor
0: guy. It's a shame. This
1: isn't his year. It's a shame. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: You know, I
2: I saw a clip of uh, Damar Hamlin actually uh, saying exactly that about uh, another teammate teammate of his who who suffered a, a major injury recently and talked about that uh, exact thing about how you just never know how long you have to play a sport or be around and, and and how you have to appreciate it. It was kind of eerie watching him say those words, knowing (sighs) what happened last night, but just, uh, you know, really does underscore exactly that. And for me, what, you know, really what I took from that game that, um, you know, I, I, I really liked how the players put their, Feet down and, and told the NFL, you know, um, five minutes of resuming this game is not going to happen. No, thank exactly. you. are not playing, uh, you know, and, and to me, I, You know, know, I I agree with you. Players know what they're signing up for. But, you know, you also don't expect a circumstance like that. The players were really rattled. Nobody was playing that game again last night. And and for the NFL to think that was going on again in five minutes, I I just shake my head. And to me, it underscores how much these leagues in general are able to compartmentalize the people from the product. And uh, I, I just shake my head at the whole thing. <laughs> okay, uh, it, sure. let just play was, a football game.
1: Oh, yeah, was, we've moved far away. I was actually, it's funny you mentioned that, Angie. Sorry to cut you off, Joe, but just to go off far. what Angie was just yeah, saying, sure. I've noticed that how far we've moved from the sport itself in all these leagues and how it's become more of a circus. It's more about the entertainment factor than it is about the sports, the games itself. Um, and it's, it's li- I'll be honest with you, it's losing me. Like hockey is losing me, me of all people. Like I've, I've been in love with hockey for longer than I can remember, and I have a hard time. Like yesterday, I almost didn't even watch the the game. What? I was losing it. I'm literally going, like, what is this? Like, stop it. Like, drop the puck. I want to watch the game. And I get, <laughs> and I get it that they want to. I get it. I get it that they were trying to bring in new fans and this, that, and the other. But we're getting so far away from the, the sports themselves. And it doesn't surprise me yesterday that they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, give them five minutes to compose themselves. How do you compose yourself when watching your teammate or your, an opposing player, you know, Go through something like that. I can't yeah. even get myself together when I watch a player get stretchered off the ice.
0: Right. I'm right. done
1: with that game. I'm like, I got to go for a walk. I can't watch this. Even if it's a player from an opposing team, like, I'm I done. Could, you know, and I'm not even, I'm not even I couldn't the same sleep Last city. night after watching that, I, oh, yeah, yeah me neither. Exactly. Me neither.
0: Um, no, yeah. It, it's and, just
2: all you could think about. It was very upsetting. And yeah, I, I just can't get over how they expected players to.
0: And oh, and for them to deny area. it, for them to deny it was disgusting. They're like, "Oh no, we never said five minutes." Listen, we have eyes. They, they said on ESPN, "Oh, we're just told by the league that they're going to start again in five minutes." You saw the players warming up, and when they warm, they were warming up. They had this look on their face, like like uh, like, uh, like they what, were disbelief, like what's going exactly on disbelief, it's surreal. <laughs> Like, oh no, we never told them five minutes. Shut up. Thank goodness the players and coaches stepped in and said, Forget we're not playing. My goodness. But that speaks to another issue that was that a playoff game? It was not. It was not. It was just a regular regular? season game. Yeah. Um
2: the playoff implications.
0: Yeah, yeah, very important game, but still. Um, um, but it just speaks to the other issue of teams don't really care. I mean, they care about the players, but at the same time, they don't. You know, they they're not looking out for the player's best interest in, the, in their long term interest. They're basically saying, "Oh, you're 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 Take good to go. Okay, go out there."
1: They care about the product. It's not about yep. it's not about the game anymore. It's not about oh my goodness. It's I've noticed this over the last few years. Like I used to talk about how like the the the, the All Star Game is a circus. No, it's the leagues. They become circus, and I can't really talk too much about like baseball and football and basketball, but. It's just, it's like, it's it, like the, the three of us can then say we've been watching like sports for decades, right? We have watched these leagues grow over time. And it's like, what am I watching? Like, this is just craziness and the politics that are being poured into sports now. And it's just like, am, it's, I mean, is it just me? Am I just getting old? And I'm like, that old man yelling at a cloud? Or like, no,
0: I mean, it's, I mean, well, I know you hate the, the, the sponsorship logos on the on the um on, oh, yeah, the, on the stuff. Batman, that'll never happen <laughs> yeah i mean you, you look watch. yeah yeah so um we'll see we'll see i know i know people are complaining about the um the boards oh, i guess I the, the boards change for you know depending on what what what, what where you're watching um, they they're they're electronic, yeah. they're digital now or some crap. Like I that? Get, I
1: I usually get them for whatever feed I'm watching. So it's like I'm 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 always watch, like if I'm watching, I'll get usually get the Pittsburgh Penguins, like stream, and I'll get whatever local crap. So, no offense, guys, but I'll get it's it's just crap because I hate them. It's so distracting. It's so yeah. distracting when the Bucks in play. <laughs> I don't Big, need to uh... see Enterprise have a car drive along the
0: right. The right it's it's very distracting uh people hate it um and gary Bettman said no 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 people love it it's Like, dude come on uh, people do not
2: love it it's, no, it's very don't. odd here a lot of, i i will uh, be at the games and, and i'm looking at the ice in person and there will be a feed above me um, showing you know what the viewers are seeing and looking at it in person and seeing the the static logos and then looking up at the feed and seeing what the viewers are seeing is is kind of a, a surreal disconnect And it's like this beat is terrible and I, I feel bad for the viewers having to watch
0: this. remember when they had that uh glowing puck oh the... that's what it
1: reminds oh me gosh, of yeah. it's
0: flashbacks of that oh my goodness that was so bad it made it look like a video game like oh my goodness this is brutal. what are we doing <laughs> all right speaking of what are we doing let's talk about the penguins uh they've lost five in a row uh this is a very streaky team i mean they were awesome most of december what were they what did they win in a row like 11, <laughs> they weren't on a
1: seven seven game winning streak and joe's like so there's absolutely nothing we can complain <laughs> nothing's about this wrong <laughs>
2: um well you know with this team the certainty is that if they're having a winning streak the losing streak will follow because the entire season has been win streak lose streak win streak lose streak it's a roller coaster
0: really is um let's go back to the to um last friday home against the devils they lose four to two uh started out all right um malkin had a breakaway cool Um, then Jack Hughes scores, uh, to make it one-on-one Jeff Carter. Was that Carter? Okay. That was, that was the goal where Carter and POJ, um, kind of (laughs) attacked the nets and, and it kind of went off POJ's foot or something like that. Um, Carter grabbed
1: the gold. Joseph undressed the devils out of right out of their clown costumes. It was beautiful. (laughs) It was absolutely beautiful. Joseph. Joseph was actually my player of the game
0: for that for that game. There you go. Um, <laughs> but then the uh the devils score the next three. Um it's which is the one where Sullivan had the meltdown? Was that the that the was, goal, uh, was that the goal was to make that it three after to two?
1: Hersher's or Hamilton's? Sure. I don't know names. I believe
0: whatever. it was the one to make it three two devils. Uh, that was after
1: his share, sure. Yeah, just call me Don Cherry.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, this was this was also the game where the penguins had nine, power nine play. power plays and could not yeah. score on any of them. None. Yep. Wow. Oh for nine. Um now I'm hearing a lot of a lot of criticism of, of Sullivan lately. Um, in this game, this is basically Ty Smith's debut, I believe. I believe this is his first game. They had him playing a lot. And I believe they had him running the, the number one power play. Now, now Latang was not available. Petrie was not available. So, but for some reason, Sullivan puts Ty Smith, a guy that just showed up running the power play. T- to me, that's inexplicable. I don't. I don't understand why he would do that.
1: What? Why? Why Sullivan would do something?
0: <laughs> I mean, I. I don't know. I mean, that's just one questionable thing. Okay. That's like. Greetings.
2: No. And, and keeping in mind, you know, the Ty Smith is, does come in with some pedigree. You know, he's not he's not a rookie coming in. You know, with with no NHL experience, he's been an NHL player. He's been a pretty successful NHL player with some offensive upside. So when you look at the Penguins roster currently, um, missing players like Chris Letang and Jeff Petrie, you know, your your options for who's going to be your you know sort of Offensive catalyst running the first power player limited. I, I may have gone POJ ahead of Ty Smith. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't uh, You know, it, it, it's a little different than if it's Ty Smith's debut overall in the NHL. Yeah. So, yeah. To he be was... fair, although I have a lot of criticism of Mike Sullivan right now, which is rare for me because I usually have nothing negative to say about him. But um, I, I can definitely uh, give him a pass. Nothing there. negative to say. But, uh, not not nothing negative. But uh, usually usually <laughs> I'm a bit big fan, and I I think it. I think his. Uh, I, I think he's one of the top coaches in the league. I think it's it's hard to. I I can usually see the perspective of why he does makes the decisions he makes I, I guess that's how i would say it and uh we i'm sure we'll get to the winter classic in a minute but there are, are so many decisions of, of what he did in the winter classic that i just looked and said uh, you know i i've got nothing here <laughs> i've got no defense for any of it anyway
0: yeah yeah <sighs> um uh yeah th- this <sighs> I'm not sure if the if if all the penalties were because the refs wanted to, refs were doing a lousy job, or if they were those are earned penalties. But nine nine power plays in one game is just something something's wrong there. Uh, but I I do know that on the one they, goal they were
2: calling the whole game pretty tight.
0: Okay, okay, so they were just calling a tight game. Uh, they were I, I, the one goal I believe was to that the Devils scored to make it two to two. That was the one where. Uh, it looked like rust wasn't ready on the face off or something like that. And basically that, that the, the, the devils gained control and, and scored and Sullivan went insane. Sullivan was just screaming. He actually got a bench penalty for that. Um, I don't know what happened there, but that's, I mean, I don't know if, if, if he was in the right there or, or if the ref screwed up or, or what, but uh yeah, Rust, Rust was at the face-off circle and, and just stood there, and then they, and then they, they did the face-off. So I don't know, I don't know what happened there. That was weird. But um, yeah. So so they, they lose. They lose four to two. Uh,
1: All I have to say about that, that this game was that, aside from the night that that we went oh and nine on the power play, is that the Devils started off really really strong this season. And um, they had a terrible month of December. They played 13 games. They, yep. lost, they lost all but four, winning against Philly, Chicago, and Florida, and Pittsburgh. So they beat, they beat two crappy, crappy teams. And they, they, be, they beat <laughs> Florida once. They lost to Florida as well, I should note. And they, and they beat us um, for the last game of the month. They lost to Carolina, New York Rangers, Islanders, Nashville, Dallas, Boston twice, all the power teams. Um, So that does say a lot. I want to say, I just wanted to note on that.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. So let's go on to the winter classic. Uh, First, the lineup, the, the, the lineup was 11 forwards, Seven defensemen. What's going on here? Nobody, I don't think anybody knows exactly why he did that.
1: Sullivan has, has, uh, this is the problem I've had with Sullivan for a long time. He does not know how to run his bench. He does not know bench management at all. First of all, I was fighting at the chomp, I don't know if that's the right phrase, to have him put Smith and Joseph together. I would have loved to see them together for a game i think they would have been dynamic we all know how great kids play together and i say kids by you know the younger guys the less you know experienced guys not the veterans um and i he missed a chance at this i would have loved to see the two of them together
0: i would love um, that
1: i would it would have been so much fun you have a lot of spirit in those two it would have been fun let's have some fun we talked about this last time joe let's have some fun out there and especially in an outdoor that would know? be incredible. Yeah. Let's
0: like have some fun. Sullivan doesn't like um, to have fun. As it as it is right now, it looks like it was. And who knows when you have seven defensemen who's who's with who? But but it looked like it was Pedersen with Ruda as the as your first pair. Which uh, you know, hey, what are you going to do? You're you're missing your two best guys. Um, Dumalin with Smith yeah. and 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 Joseph with with Friedman, and then Ruedel is just you know who knows what. So.
2: Burn in there?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. There, there's just very questionable things like happening. Well, and happening then, had a goal, and then you're in, go ahead, Angie.
2: Well, then you're in a situation where you know, surprise, you could use some offense, and you've handcuffed yourself. You're basically playing with three lines, and you know, th- throwing in you know, captain and Danton and you know, occasionally and that's very is the only player who's gotten a goal for you. He's been one of your better players for the past couple of weeks. Um, you have drew O'Connor sitting there who, you know, would be a nice add to the lineup if yeah. for some offense. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I've gotten nothing. <laughs> I, I, I I'm telling I, you, I'm telling I, you, I just...
1: I'm telling you, me, sorry. And you, me and Joe talked about this last podcast. We have time to take the roster. Okay. Put it in a salad, you know, salad spinners put them in the sound spinner <laughs> yep. and spin it all up and just throw it out there, you know, and see what we can come up with. I noticed, okay. So Sullivan's like, ah, you know, let's be- b- bump Russ back up beside Sydney. Russ has been pro- probably one of our best players, most consistent. I'd say, I say that really loosely, but he's been working hard. <laughs> I think they all have been really mediocre. <laughs> yeah. if I'm going to be honest, but, and b- Bump Ra- 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 Raquel, Raquel, out here, guys um back down to Gino's wing um we've we've bumped our best centerman over to the wing which drives me absolutely mental
0: you're talking about Carter
1: uh, but we're not making yeah we're not making like drastic moves just move, like mix it all up i know people are particular about who they play with but just have some fun one game just throw it all out there and see what happens you know what's what what what, what what's what's it going to hurt it's it not,
0: anything. you're right. It's not working. But another thing, it's not oh just God. who's playing with who. It's how much they play. Kapanen scored a goal. Kapanen was playing well. Yeah, and how much, playing time, really well. how much time does he get? Seven minutes of <laughs> ice time. Dan Heinen was yeah. playing well. He got five minutes in
1: the whole game. I know he's been one of our best players, like for our mistakes and errors. This is, this is what upsets me. Since, since since Kapanen went on his little sabbatical, he's come back and he's been a force <laughs> and he gets such little time. Heinen has been one of my yep. favorite players this year and he just gets overlooked. It's like Sullivan hates him. He makes the least amount of mistakes based on the errors that I've been following. And it's so frustrating. And it's like, what, what are you doing? And then anyways, I'm going to go on a tangent. I really don't want to because Angie's here and I'd like to hear from her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. No, I I'm with you and I'm I'm very frustrated. I am I am most frustrated. It's funny because when you talk about, you know, oh, why not POJ and Ty Smith, you know, on the same defensive pairing, I I kind of laugh because I'm thinking, wow, could they handle that much youth on one defensive pairing? Thank it's, you. it's a miracle to me. They've got that much <laughs> youth in the lineup at one time. I guess that's why you can't add Drew O'Connor because, you know, it just might tip the scales too much the wrong way, heaven forbid, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you might just start maybe, maybe for one game you wouldn't be the NHL's oldest team. I don't know how close you are to Washington. Would that tip the scales? Um, Oh my gosh. You know, I just, I feel like, you know, you have an older core of players here and and that's, that's just something you committed to when you decided to bring the, bring the gang back. And I I feel like the balance of, there are so many games this season. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Penguins have been leading the league in giving up late leads and again yesterday they gave up the late lead and you know, I, I think this is something that happens when you are an older, slower team that wears down over the course of a hockey game. And to me, the only way to fix that is to supplement this core that you have with some younger legs. Like, yes. I think some yes. things they're starting to do right, like you're starting to, uh, you know, I, I was a big proponent of this idea of get Jeff Carter out of center. He, he's not an NHL center anymore. Maybe, yes, you know, he maybe is. he's literally ranked
1: in the top twenty <laughs> in the league. Well, for
0: well, they're putting the, best
1: face-off uh, okay. Look at his stats and, every and night. Ab- absolutely. No, you are
2: correct, but you know there are just responsibilities over the course of the game defensively that I feel like. Yeah, but he he's can take the face-off and then transition to winning. win after
1: taking the face-off. Ab- I think that's kind ab- of what they're ab- doing. Ab-
2: absolutely, absolutely. It, it is yes, so and important agree, that I,
1: to start that play, I and agree get with that, that face-off win. It is so important. Yep. You know, he needs to be on the face-off. I Okay. I
2: could agree with that. I I I would agree with that, and I think that is in fact exactly what they've been doing with him. Because if And if you look at, Andy, on, you look at our line. other
1: guys, like Sydney, he's forty-six percent, thirty-three percent, thirty percent, twenty-five percent. Gino's the same <sighs> number. I mean, Bluger, he's a he gets what fifty-two percent or fifty-eight.
0: Okay, but this
1: is this this is what, my thing. <laughs>
0: but but I, I I get that. But Sullivan no, right I, now. I think
1: that- I
2: think those two things can coexist. I agree.
0: But but right now, it's – I mean, at least the last game, it was Bluger on that third line as the third line center with Carter on the wing and McGinn. So, so – I, I, I mean, wait, the, the, Carter is the whipping – one of the whipping boys like right you-
2: now. I feel like you're a stronger NHL club when you have Teddy Blueger as your third line center as opposed to your fourth line center. You know, I it, it just it it just feels like a deeper team to me when that's the configuration you're working with. And when you have Ryan Paling back, he's a guy that's shown he can handle this fourth line center responsibilities. So, you know that that's a change I just wouldn't mind seeing. Um, but I, I I think overall you know it, and you've definitely had some players this year. I think paling has been a nice surprise. I, I didn't expect a lot from him going into the season, and, and I think he's been a nice add when he's been healthy. And I think he's coming back, um, shortly. So there uh, there will be him. And uh, Josh Archibald's been pretty um you know pretty good fourth line player for them. But just some of these players they need to get into the mix. I think too counteract that sort of older slower lineup that they have currently i i sort of blame that for a lot of what's happening and you know i know brian is another person it's really easy to sort of um get on it. and he had a, a really bad moment in the winter classic yesterday that i think everybody sort of uh, grabbed the freeze frame of to uh him laying down <laughs> laying down the,
0: looked remember, like he was, uh, he was, he he was on uh
2: yeah he's out of the play entirely which is you know kind of par for the course for him this season and he hasn't looked like the same player you know with the injuries and surgeries I really think they're they're wearing on him but I I also think he looked like a less negative presence when Jeff Petrie was in the lineup and he was able to be in a more sheltered role. And now Petrie's out and Dumont's playing more minutes again and more, more situations that I think he looks worse for it. So uh, it's just, it's a tough situation, but um, I, I think you have to start looking at that and looking how you're gonna round out your roster with those things in mind.
0: Dumoulin played 19 minutes yesterday. Um, Ty Smith played 10 minutes. Um,
2: yeah, that's that's not good.
0: That's not good. Um,
2: that's the opposite of what it should be, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean. You know, doom yes, Dumoulin is the whipping boy, and everybody blames him for every bad thing that's ever happened. He's not that bad, but at the same time, he shouldn't be logging the most minutes out of anybody. He should be like maybe a maybe a third pair uh defenseman, not the not second or first. And I know people are hurt, but still uh, it shouldn't yeah, he should just have less minutes. Same with Carter. Carter's not totally horrible, but maybe maybe just play him less.
2: And I feel I feel bad for those guys. I you know they're out there working really hard. They still do have you know I th- I think both of them still have you know skill and you know ways in which they can help the team and it's. And one thing I have to say for both of them too, Dumoulin in particular, because he is taking so much criticism, is that they come out after every game. They talk to the media after every game. Neither of them is ever hiding from it. Neither of them is ever trying to to avoid the the criticism. And and they're just such professionals and I give them a lot of credit. But I I just think if you want to be the type of team that is... Wanting to compete for another Stanley Cup, you, you need some younger, faster legs in this lineup.
0: Another thing i I want to see, as we mentioned, Jen, the the whole sh- sh- shake him up thing. I think it's time to get Jake off of Crosby's line. Wait, I think I'll it's time. It. I think it's time to put Jake with mm-hmm. with Gino, and and Are put just- Z- put Zucker with with Crosby and see what happens.
1: He's not really a big fan playing with Zucker. I think I think I really still want to see Hyd play with him. I don't really want to talk about the lineup because I, it, it ends up happening and then I get upset and <laughs> just <laughs> day and, <then it> <laughs> and but you know what I, like it's, I just want to see it all mixed up. Just mix it all up. Like I
0: could this is the it time. All around. This is the time to mix it up. This is the time. We're we're basically almost at the halfway point of the season. This is the time to mix it up. You don't want to mix it up when you're trying, you know, toward the end of the year when you're trying to fight for a playoff spot or whatever. This is the
1: time. Game two of round one or game three. Thank you. Yeah. It's like there's not enough time to fix
0: everything. Yeah. Experiment now. See what works. Yeah. Be willing to to make changes. My goodness, and and Solomon just needs to have trust in players. There's a reason Kapanen only played seven minutes and Heinen only played five minutes, because he doesn't trust them. You're like Jake, Jake, Sydney, and Russ
1: together, like, I'm getting flashbacks from 2017. Like, just get over
0: 2018. Like, get over it. Yeah, it was working, but, but now it's not.
1: It's not. And the chemistry, there's no chemistry. Like I said before, this team lacks any and all heartbeat. Sure, we're older, but we're not, like... You know, emancipate. There, with my words, I'm still lacking in words. Sorry, I do. I do actually know words, and just uh, not lately. But um, we we need to find. We're in good shape. We're very very healthy. But we need to find a heartbeat. We need to get that family feeling again. And I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't see it on the ice. I don't feel it. You know, like that, that vibe we used to have, I don't feel it. I don't see it out there. And I know when we're winning, everyone looks happy, but I still don't feel it. It just doesn't have that, 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 that vibe that we used to have, um, six, seven years ago. That's something that's important. This team building is definitely something that I, I would highly recommend these guys yeah. work on.
0: Yeah. Um, Jen, you, uh, what, how's, um, how's the, uh, missed shots and, and uh, turnovers looking?
1: it's not so good. Um we had 7 in each, each game for turnovers. So, um we did 36 game 36 and 37. So that's total of 14 bringing us up to 347 turnovers in 37 games.
0: 7 in each game. That's actually pretty good.
1: But no, then, so it's not as well. What are we doing? Last time we hit we did
0: a I mean usually it's like around 10 or 11 a game and now it's 7. That's yeah. not <laughs>
1: 15, 11, 17, 12. There you 12. go. Yeah. No, they did bring it down. They definitely did bring it down. But it's still, three hundred forty-nine. That just—it's—it's it's a very ugly number. Um, but we did. I mean, everybody on the list—it's—they're it, all high. I mean, or they're not high. Sorry. Um, Sydney's in first with four. It's been a while since he was on this list and in, in the first spot. Um, uh, Pedersen and um, Smith actually are tied for second with two and then uh Raquel Zucker or Zucker I'll get it right eventually uh Bluger, Carter, Gino and Rust all tied with one for third missed shots we had 25 in the combined two games bring our total to 439 which is pretty high that's just about under 12 per game I think Mm -hmm. if my math is if my math is accurate Uh, Raquel having six, I need Raquel, Raquel's actually, his game's kind of uh, gone down a bit. I've been watching him. He's actually my worst player against the Islander, not the Islanders, the Devils. Um, And uh, going back to missed shots, so he had six in the two games, missed shots. Second, we had Gino and Heinen tied with four each and then tied for third. We had Sydney, uh Gensel and Rust. The top line. All three. No, sorry, two. All those three had two. See that top line. Uh, it's just not working for me. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh <clears throat> another thing that happened is Oh, and no
1: turnovers leading to goals.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, another thing that happened was Jari got hurts. Let's hope yes. it's not. I mean, I guess he got hit in the leg like in a bad spot or something like that i'm not sure exactly Uh, he's been
1: run in a lot this season he got run run in uh game one and two and i think he was hurt in like minor like slightly hurt minorly hurt in both games and he kept playing so i think he might be nursing a
0: they've uh well it's bad enough that they've caught they've recalled uh What's his name? Takarski.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. So so I mean, Tokarski is basically uh he's like Louis Domingue two right? He's basically, I mean, he is he's he's been in the NHL a little bit, but he's, he's basically like a tweener. He's a little and-
1: better, I think. Okay. I'd let Jerry yeah, yeah, Tristan take your yeah, time rest, a, buddy. I,
2: yeah, seriously. It's it's a good time to do that. And yeah. he's um, I, I wanna say Tokarski's something like top five in the AHL this season in both uh, uh save percentage and goals against average. So he's having a pretty successful season. I think uh I think the penguins will do okay if he comes into a game or two for Casey to Smith at um, this point. So Yeah. You yeah. know, I I think Casey's not a
1: bad goalie. I mean last yeah.
2: night that, that oh no, absolutely there. not. But- if you have yeah. a situation where you need to sub someone in, you know, during this time, depending um, how long it is.
0: I mean, there's, I there's right. only two games in the next week. They're, they're at Vegas on Thursday and then they're at Arizona on Sunday. So there's plenty of time. So, so Smith could play both games. And then they have a game uh, Tuesday um, home against Vancouver. So uh I mean, Smith could play, you could you could see Smith playing all three of those and, you know, not not hurting him too much. So now they do have a back to back Um, the end of next week or Friday and Saturday. They're home to Winnipeg and then at Carolina. So then, you know, maybe maybe nice but,
1: scheduling NHL.
0: Hey, it's Friday night games. It's fantastic. I hate Friday night it, games. It's just it so definitely
1: weird.
2: worked out for them. Yeah. Oh, know. I. Yeah, I I also hate Friday night games. But as far as the scheduling with uh, Jari getting hurt, it definitely yeah. worked out. You know that that they have a little bit of a light schedule, so hopefully I hope that he, he does will...
1: not push to come back prematurely. I really hope he he takes time to rest. I really hope he's... he takes time to rest. Oh my God, he's you know, the er- key.
2: Earlier this season, there was a point. Earlier this season, there was a point where he mentioned, you know, the reason I've perhaps not been playing at the top of my game is because I've been nursing a minor injury, and then he Help he me. just it, it, as he said this, he was continuing to play and there was no time missed. and, and it play just poorly kind of strikes
1: you. I'm telling you, yeah, I yeah. watched it, I watched kind of him, like, him like get run in so w- many times, w- and I'm like, something's not right here.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is the time. <laughs>
1: So where does he, the
2: time come into play to
1: take the time you need
2: to
0: heal exactly. it's if i'm sullivan happening. and i hear
1: that i'm like y- y- yeah, a, get fed. out of here dude go yeah get, get out go, of go, here go
0: down. um but i know mean, no no pressure is really
2: concerning to me being that as you said he is in fact the key if you don't have him i mean no offense to case peter smith who has i you know is a very competent backup goalie if he is your number one goalie going through the stanley cup playoffs Number one, oh. that's not good, and number two, that means that you know you have a situation where you know you're dealing with your number three as your potential number two, and we all saw how that went last yeah. year. So yeah, um, or your or your number you one going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Or your number one. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, we've had what the past two postseasons derailed by goaltender play, whether it's injured or 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 just poor play or whatever. Um, and for some reason they decided to bring back the Smith. And as you said, Angie, the Smith is a perfectly capable backup goalie. He's a good two, but maybe we need a one a, maybe we need somebody almost as good or as good as Jari. I know those guys aren't, aren't, you know, there's not a big tree out there where you could just pluck one off, but still, I think they needed a stronger goalie and maybe they need to trade for one or something like that. Cause if Jari goes down again at the wrong time, that's it. That's, that's, that's oh, yet I'm, another I'm, season. I'm, I'm
1: still angry of our, our
0: off-season Hex-stalling. Nah, Hex-stall's not very popular <laughs>
2: right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely surprised they chose to stick with Casey Smith as the backup and not go for a more 1A type. I, I really was surprised at that. I, I thought, by all means, they would want to at least challenge jari a little more and, and you know push him with that with that 1a sort of presence um just because he really hasn't you know until he proves something in the playoffs he hasn't proven anything yet exactly and, uh, very surprised they didn't go that route so um yeah here's where they are right now and i guess you just hope that tristan jari goes into the playoffs looking like regular season tristan jari at his best and isn't hurt.
0: yeah yeah we will see. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for letting me vent. This, this is sometimes most of these when we want to talk penguins. It just feels like a giant vent session, and we just need to we just need to get stuff off our chests. So yeah, usually to... I
1: go on a complete tear. I didn't today. I think. You had to. You had
0: to. You, you had to behave because we had guests. We had yeah, a... <laughs> I had to behave today. Angie kept me in check.
2: Oh, that is, I, I'm. <laughs> That is definitely, I'm sure, how the fans are feeling right now, because yes. it, it is super frustrating. I mean, it's, it's frustrating, you know, being at these games and watching them have a pretty comfortable lead in hand, you know, that game the other night, um, where they're, up by three goals and you just see it start to, or four goals rather, and you see it start, they start to chip away at it. And you just know, as it's cut to like the four 2 leave, you can see it coming, you're like, this is over, this is going the wrong direction. Right. And right. You, you, you just know how it's going to end because This team doesn't have that urgency. And, you know, when Jen says they they don't have that family feeling or that vibe, what it feels like to me is that they just don't have the strong identity. I would want to see from a team that feels like they're actually a Stanley Cup contender. This this team doesn't feel like that to me. And until I get any sense of that from them, I just don't feel like they're contending for very much
0: this year. Maybe they're giving up leads because even they realize it's inevitable or maybe the other team realizes like <laughs> hey it doesn't matter if they get up on us we'll get them in the third period
1: I want to see some motivated play I want to see you know I want them to hit the hit the ice each shift and 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 it, I want to see them enjoy themselves that's there, when that's when the magic happens when there that. was
0: a goal that was another thing um Malkin, I believe in the in the devil's game uh totally just just he he gave he, he had a turnover. And it didn't directly. Oh, lead to the goal. Yeah. And then he he just refused to back check. He was just like yeah. standing around like, like what, what the heck happened there? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's yeah. hard to
1: watch. It's hard to watch. It's like, are, are, are you, are we not paying you enough?
0: It's frustrating. It's just frustrating <laughs> because we know what they're, we know they're capable of so much better. That's why we're so frustrated. And that's why we're are
1: they though? But- are they just not into it?
0: I
2: like
1: look at, look at Sidney one night. He's amazing. The next night it's like, are you, are, yeah. are you there, But Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Angie, go ahead.
2: No, I, I wonder, I honestly wonder a lot of times they, they talk about, you know, that idea of, of how badly they want to get another Stanley cop. And I, I just wonder how hard it is to really manufacture, like, they, they've won. A, a lot of these guys have won. They have Stanley Cups. It, it, do, do you want it that badly? Like, it, do you want it as much as somebody who's never won? It, it, can you really manufacture that want enough? I, I, I wonder because sometimes I watch this and you watch like a four-goal lead slip away and you wonder about how strong that, that desire to win actually is. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this team and, and how, how hard the desire. The, is. That's is the there. thing
0: the, 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 it's hard to have that desire when you've accomplished so much and when you've won so much, but if you have an infusion of kids or if you have younger players and you play them a lot, they have that hunger. Um, O'Connor doesn't have any cups yeah. I don't think he does um, Ty Smith doesn't have any cups nope. uh, You know, p- you know, play these guys I don't think Kapanen has any cups Let me you know, play these guys that, that might be hungry
2: <laughs> He most definitely does not
0: Smith and Joseph <laughs> together Let's go, let's
1: go, one game The fans want to see it, Jen wants to see it Go <laughs> <laughs> Do it
0: hey, hey, Thank you so much This was so much fun, thank you so much
1: we finally really got to do fun. it, Angie. Yeah. I know. Five been years. so long. <laughs>
2: I know. I know. This was
1: great, Jen. All
0: yeah, right. Really hey. Was. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll see you.
1: All right.
2: Bye. Bye, guys.